everyone. Welcome to the Arrow Panel, episode 41. This is uh, a podcast where we talk about dance games, like Dance Dance Revolution, mostly. And uh, I'm one of your hosts, Roger Clark, at Roger Clark on Twitter. I'm another one of your hosts. I'm Omid Faravar, a.k.a. Demo, and at Bromid on Twitter. I am yet another one of your hosts, Dalton Runberg, at Run Dalton Run on Twitter. And I'm your guest for today, Steve Renatalis, at Renatalis on Twitter. So how do you spell that? <laughs> R-A-N-A-T-A-L-U-S. So what, is, what does that even mean? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> okay. Good answer. Well, I've known you for a billion years, and for some reason I'd never thought to ask what it, that means. He just was, shared recently, actually. Yeah, I did. I posted it recently on uh, maybe Facebook or Twitter, don't remember, but it was... Uh, I made up a name for some online game, and then that character got banned, and then I needed to create a new character and just made up Renatalus. That's There's nothing special. There's no cool backstory. It's. I mean, honestly, that's the right way to go yeah. because you got good SEO Yeah, with your yep. name. I yep. do. Unlike Roger Clark. Yeah, it's just terrible. <laughs> I, I searched for my own name earlier on YouTube to find a YouTube video, and of course it's all about some other Roger Clark, the, the, news the voice caster. actor. It yeah. did. It no, did warm my not heart even him. To see you two connect, though. Oh, you're talking him. about an, another yeah, one. Yeah, 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 not this one. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. the one I was talking about, caster. just seeing the videos for, is he's a voice actor who did the voice of Arthur Morgan in Red Dead Redemption oh, Two. Wow. Oh wow! Okay. So that guy's name is Roger Clark, and Fantastic. now he has a billion Twitter followers, and and his <laughs> SEO is just murdering yours. <laughs> exactly. Is, is there another Omid Farber? Uh, this is a game I definitely played in college. Uh, I feel like there are two other prominent ones in the U.S., and there's, like, a few in Iran for sure. Um, I remember one also being another researcher that was, like, in the South, and so my SEO got kind of messed up, but luckily I think the path I've carved career-wise... My my name has been searched more on LinkedIn That's and, great. and other bullshit. So yeah. so I, I I think I've won for now. And I've, <laughs> Took I, him I, down. I, I won the U.S. I think. And I'm the Highlander. <laughs> yeah. I am the only Dalton Runberg <laughs> left. I have killed all other Dalton Runbergs. <laughs> That's amazing. So you took all their SEO for yourself. And now he's on a yes. list. Yeah, I know that there's there's a few other Steve Sharons in the U.S. One of them being my dad. Um, Oh, but it's and also that, that same it, problem. Isn't it your dad and your grandpa and your great grandpa and your great great grandpa? Thankfully, no, I'm not. Oh, I, th- it's not that I bad. thought you were. I thought you were like the seventh. No, God, no. But, oh, okay. Uh, my name is actually super, super common in Quebec. So there's just like hundreds of them. There's also like a former, uh, like indie car racer from France named Steve Charon. So. It's all over the place. There's a racer guy named Roger Clark, too. What's the deal with this? <laughs> what if these what's are all the just, deal with what's, names? What's the deal with names? What if these are all of our alter egos? Like, we all yeah. just... Yeah. It's, it, it, that's, we share consciousness. Everyone that you meet is a fractured version of your own identity. Yeah. No, these are the people that what we would have become if we didn't start playing dance games, which is my segue into starting to talk about dance games. And then my, <laughs> and then my, se- my segue immediately away from that... You mean hard what, cut. Yeah, which yeah. is which is what are you t- what are you drinking today, Steve? <laughs> oh god. Water. Straight up oh. water. Anytime I'm uh, doing there, voice work, it... I actually just drink no, just not sparkling, just still water. Is it branded in any way? Is it from the tap? <sighs> he doesn't want to say. It's tap you've, water. You've, I, I'm, I, I've got an Aquafina right here. That's uh that's the water manufactured by the PepsiCo Corporation. Mm-hmm. And I'm drinking, I'm about to drink a 
blueberry acai diet coke i've also got a lacroix a berry berry flavor i've got an iphone x nice <laughs> delicious <laughs> i'm gonna turn it upside down see if can get some well, probably some mercury some sweat, <laughs> some sweat from my DDR session today. Yeah. Uh, so uh, mercury. Why why don't you tell us a, a little bit about yourself, Steve? Sure. Uh, so like Roger alluded to a bit ago, he and I have known each other for I don't know, sixteen, seventeen years at this point. It's been a while. It's been a long time. Um, I'm originally from the Boston area, but I moved out to Ohio when I was younger. Started playing DDR in 2001, 2000, yeah, 2001. Um, been playing since. Uh, I've been involved in running the Ohio DDR community off and on pretty much that whole time. I've been running tournaments since 2003. Um, I won 2006 U.S. Nationals at New York at the Digital Life Convention. Great job. Thanks. That's awesome. Yeah, I, uh, that was the peak. <laughs> it's been downhill it's since It's just then. all downhill from there. Hey, man, if you have fun playing, it's yeah. always the peak. Right? Uh, last year, I finished PFCing all of Extreme on singles. I'd say that's probably the standout stuff. That's awesome. That's a huge accomplishment, dude. That yeah, is. It is. The last bit, too. Yeah. Not a lot of people can say that. And you play on your toes. I do. I play on my toes. I play super, <clears throat> super slow speed mods most of the time. Like, my modded speed that I read at is usually low 500s. Ugh. But... I can read up to almost 800. Okay, that's more of my speed. Like when yeah. I when I PFC'd Pursuer, I played it on 2.5. Yep. Nice. That's, that's cool. I mean, how, do you feel like having that kind of range helps you? It does. Like slowdowns don't affect me very much. Like mm-hmm. um, I think the second time I played Vanquish the Ghost, I PFC'd it because the slowdowns were just irrelevant. Uh, mm-hmm. I got monkey business really early. This is a man who likes Poochie. Oh, I fucking love Poochie. Man. <sighs> it's good. It's super Very good. Very aspirational. Yeah. <laughs> I aspire to like yeah, Poochie. I aspire. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly what I meant by that. Aspirational in the sense that uh, I aspire to have that opinion. I mean, yeah, I mean, isn't that how it goes, though? Is that like you hate a song until you're good yeah. at it? Yeah, I think it pretty much is. And then you're like, wait a minute. Actually, this song is good. I, I remember specifically regarding Poochie. When Ace first came out, I really liked Poochie. Until I started seeing how much better other people were at it than I was. <laughs> and then I was like, eh, maybe I don't like this. <laughs> for me, I, I agree wholeheartedly. And for me, that was watching Chris play it. Because he just casually got up and played one time um, when we got Ace. And he tied the world record, which he had, which was three perfects. Uh, and I was uh, just like, not only did you get three perfects once, you did it again, and now I just never want to play this song again. <laughs> to be fair, at any point, comparing yourself to Chris is just an exercise in cool. Well, I'm never going to be that good. Great. Well, I mean... I don't believe in that. It, it, it's it's a tough thing, you know? Like, yeah. I think it's you, you wrestle with yourself mentally. Like, can I be that good? Will I be that good? Yes. Do I have the time yes. to be that good? Yes. And K- maybe. K- Kevin Kevin just tied uh, Ke- uh, Chris's record on Love is a Space War, he mm-hmm. said. Four perfects. Yeah. So, Ke- I Kevin mean, is, yeah. It's possible. The record is wow. four? No, the record is one, but Chris has four. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I see. Tried Chris's record. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, everybody's getting to see who uh, Kevbo is. 
in case you missed him in the ITG days. He or the is, DDR uh, Extreme days. Yeah. Or the Extreme days. He, he just finished the 14 to 17 lane 13 today. 13 for 17. 13. And he has like, what, like ha- half or more of the 18's PFC? I think so. Yeah. He's gross. Crazy player from Catch Ohio. Yep. Catch so, Remember that tournament, that Supernova tournament where it was uh, me, you, and Kevbo in top three? It was. That's yeah. hype. Uh, That's good. Kevin, That's some old school glory. Kevin had never played Supernova before and got second. <laughs> we had. And Roger and I had. And we were so happy that the card draw kept giving us stuff like uh, Paranoia Respect and Zephyr. Innocence of Silence. Innocence of Silence. <laughs> That's so hard to say, Reed. Oh <laughs> yeah. God. You just can't do it. It's and, so hard to and, say, Reed. And Kevin still reset the bracket on me. Like, uh, I think it took me a total of nine songs to win. <laughs> you know what song wasn't in Supernova? Cartoon Heroes 20th Anniversary Mix. That's yeah. true. You know what song that... is in Ace now? Or Ace 2 Well, it is Ace 2 Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just watched it. Yeah. What did you think? Oh, man. You know, <laughs> like, so when they announced it, I had a lot of different feelings. The first feeling is just like, wow, like, I'm really surprised that they did this because, you know, like, Cartoon Heroes is an iconic song for us. Yeah. Because we've played it all the time. Yeah, yeah, Um, But if you look, like, at the history of DDR, it was only in one game. Yeah. And... There's a billion other iconic songs they could have chosen. If I were were thinking of, like, iconic DDR songs to re-release... Yeah, like, so deep. Well, I mean, maybe that, or... You know, Captain Jack, which is clearly a, you know, classic. Mm-hmm. Um, Butterfly. Boom, they're, they're probably going to do that. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah Boom, yeah. Boom, like Dollar. Classic something DDR from stuff. like first through third. Yeah. Cartoon Heroes was from Extreme. Of course, there were only a couple of years between Extreme and First Mix, I guess. But <clears throat> it, 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 it feels a little like, were they just like reading our tweets about yeah. this? And yeah. Just Hopefully. Like, one can hope. But also, like, if they were going to go that far, why did they... Why did they cover the song? Why did, why did they make a new version of the song instead of licensing the real one? Um, and obviously, the real answer to that, obviously, is that it's cheaper. Yeah. Yes. And it's easier for them to hold on to the to the license perpetually. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, watch the chart. What did you guys think? The expert chart. I, I'm curious to I'm curious to hear what Steve thinks. Steve, have you seen the chart? Uh, yeah, I have. I really love the throwbacks to the old chart, like how... It's you could tell they started with the idea of let's take the existing chart and update it so that it makes sense today. And I yeah, think they I that. overall did a really good job. There's one or two turns in it that uh, kind of spooked me the first time I saw it. <laughs> yeah. But I like it. It definitely just seems like an updated version, as far as the chart goes. Yeah. yeah. It, it seems like kind of an updated. I, I was kind of, as far as the song goes, I was kind of hoping for something like more different like yeah it's it's still 170 bpm and it still sounds like yeah it seems like kind of like a euro pop kind of i'm just gonna go out go ahead and say it sounds like a cheap imitation of the original one um with a few extra like little noises sorry dario toda yeah you don't don't got what it takes man the male vocals are just like not not up to snuff i mean you can tell he's definitely not a native english speaker and he's trying yeah. And it's crazy because, like, if you listen to the old one, like, I remember being a kid and hearing that and being like, oh, these, this is really corny, right? This is so corny. Mm-hmm. It but, is. But, like, when I hear this, 
when I hear this and listen to that, I'm like, wow, that guy was such a good singer. You know, <laughs> he was able to do that cheesy voice and sound really good at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very impressive. To be um, fair, we're also listening fine. to a lower quality rip of the audio. It might sound That's a little true. clearer once we get a better um, audio. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, NC makes bangers, so I'm sure, like, once you can hear all the melodies and stuff, it'll 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 be cool. Yeah. yeah. NC is like a team of people, right? Yeah. Um, I have no idea. Yeah. It's, it's like Noisy Croak. It's Noisy Croak, right? which I believe is the production team owned by Cranky, I think. Interesting. But yes, it is. It, I I don't know about cranky, but it's a team of people. Yeah, right. it's it's a, like a generic kind of alias. Um, but the big news is that Cartoon Heroes is now a sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's a difficult fourteen. I right? hope it's just the old chart. God, I hope well, it's just the old chart. I, I, <laughs> even if it doesn't I, fit, even if it doesn't like match up with the song, I just want it to be exactly the, the old end. chart. No, I I heard people. I I didn't watch it yet, but I saw some comments that. It's a 14, but it looks easier than the original Cartoon Heroes chart. Oh. So people were like, oh. So it's a 15. That, that, so that means that the original Cartoon Heroes would have been a 15, <laughs> which I don't know. Yeah, about, right. I, I don't know about that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think I think uh, one of the things that Aaron Tokunaga said a while ago was when they ran all the old stuff through the algorithm that it said Cartoon Heroes was a borderline 14, 15, and they went, nah, that doesn't make sense and decided it should be a 14. Obviously, it doesn't it, matter, it, but... The, theoretically. Theoretical 14. I, I want to see this algorithm. It sounds like it's about three lines long. That, to be <laughs> fair, that algorithm did say Flower Challenge was a 17, so... Yeah. The algorithm yeah. is just like Take, like, putting on a monocle and just being like, I see, I see. And just, like, just like, giving out a number. <laughs> Throwing darts. Uh, um, but we also got some more songs. Um, we got some more of the 50th memorial songs uh, for Konami's uh, 50th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Under the Cherry Blossoms, which is a expert 12. There's the Flagship Medley, which is a 12. And then uh, there's the Bimani History, which is a 13, which uh, I guess kind of like melds together like some popular Bimani songs. Into That's cool. Kind of like a medley. Uh, somebody said like Paranoia is in there. I haven't heard like a clean rip of it or I mean, even a decent clip of it yet. But um, yeah, it's like hearing paranoia at 135 BPM. That's which, so weird. Which sounds kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but I, I saw a bit of the, the background video, which looks super cool. It has like these icons for all the different music games kind of like morphing into each other and stuff. Cool. Uh, for Guitar Freaks and, and pop I music. I love when things morph into each other. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think I've heard any of these. They just came out at 6 p.m. Pacific today. So. Yep. Yeah, so uh, there's not clean rips of them yep. yet. Yeah. There's a couple Twitter videos floating around, but it's hard to get good first impressions. It is. Yeah, it is. So. The, uh, the Under the Cherry Blossoms one is a, a bunch of Tokimeki Memorial stuff. Not Tokimeki Idol, Tokimeki Memorial, which I guess was like a less successful version of Tokimeki Idol. I don't remember. No, it's the other Tokimeki way around. Memor- so, yeah, there's basically like... It's a long-standing Konami game series, mm. and that's what Tokimeki Idol was like. Actually, like an extension of. Okay, it was the other way around. Then it was Memorial was the successful one, and Idol was the expansion right. off of it. Yep. There's three other licenses coming, but uh, to Japan only. Asia exclusive. Yeah. Or they're, they're out now. Yeah. They, they, oh yeah. They they also came out in today's update. Yep. Um. We have Google translated names for the songs. There's a 15, 13, 13, 
Rotten Road and Chocolate, Tiger Rampage, and Liar Dance. Yeah, yeah so we don't know anything about this stuff. <laughs> uh, a Rotten really? Road and Chocolate is actually from uh, Sound Voltex 1. It's... I, oh, really? I don't know why they're bringing it over now. It was brought into U-Beat at some point a while ago, too. And then I just sat on it and went, oh, maybe we should put this in DDR, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it has a 15 chart yeah. and a 15 on double. I saw cool. Hades posted a uh, tweet of. But, I mean, yeah, it's kind of a bummer to get those sort of... That's like fine. Like fi- 15s and 16s. That we I'm got like, a whole new mix coming soon. That I'm like, we oh, do. I want to play that. So... We'll see. Um, and the other big news was uh, Golden League, speaking of things that we don't have yet. <laughs> um, so right now, Golden League is a Gold Cab exclusive. Um, and it's kind of a new... It's a ranking system. It, yeah, it's, it's another sort of ranking system, uh, but it's based off of EX score, just like cumulative EX score across all the songs that you play, basically. Um, and it's divided into three classes... With bronze. Like all all songs, like all difficulties. That's what I, it sounds I, like. It sounds like God. Yeah, I mean, so just whatever you play during your set, like it just tallies up your total ex across whatever you play for however long you yeah. play. But it's only and during then, the event, not all time. Yeah, it's just yeah. There's like I don't know, probably a week or two period or something. Maybe I don't know how long it's going to go or what the the goal. Like the the sample image said like five seven three five seven three like total ex but that's probably just like a placeholder yeah um but yeah at the end of each period if you have enough you move up to the next rank so you move you'll move from bronze to silver at the end of the period and then at the end of the next period if you have enough points or whatever ex score you move from silver to gold i guess but you you can also get demoted so uh demoted (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) i will not apologize why am i why am i only a little bit offended but also laughing because it's good but yeah but uh so if you don't if you're in like silver for example and you don't get enough points the next you know event period you drop down so it's a way to get people to play consistently it seems like um I was going to say, you get demoted if you don't give Konami enough money, basically. Yeah. I mean, basically. <laughs> but, basically. Uh, That's dope. I mean, it that sounds all, fun. I feel like I feel left out. It also says that there are benefits that you get depending on which class you're in, mm-hmm. uh, which it the translation was, the higher the class, the more challenging you can play. So uh, I wonder if that means you can unlock new chart, like challenge charts for things if you're like gold. Um, and it also says the more the more songs you can play. So it seems like if oh my you, God. so yeah, it seems like this may be a way of like unlocking songs. Maybe with, that's with a replacement for heat heat meter since heat meter does not exist in Ace Two O. Oh, true. I was gonna say that, and I was gonna say the more challenging you can play could be those leaked charts that never ended up getting released. Maybe you can finally unlock them through Golden League. Or maybe it unlocks future Dan courses, or worst case scenario, it could be like 2DX and Sound Voltex Dan courses where it limits what levels you can play on various stages. Mm. Ooh, that would be rough. Kind of annoying. Yeah. Kind I don't, of. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't think it's, I don't think they're going to do that. I don't that think so be, either, but yeah. So. But um, either way, it seems to be a way of unlocking <clears throat> stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess we'll have to see kind of at the end of the next period which who like, gets what, what? W- w- yeah who gets what what happens hopefully not everybody will all go up to gold or whatever so that we can see what happens at the different levels yeah 
um, just to see the differences. But yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. For, for Japan. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things where I don't think we're going to actually be able to talk about it in depth until we sit here and play it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But we can speculate wildly. So you guys been playing DDR? I'm fresh out of a shower out of a DDR session. Oh, yeah? What happened? Uh, today was really cool. Today I played with Sarah for a couple hours. Um Knocked two 16s off of the list of 2BP of seed. Uh, got Max Unlimited and Tokyo 3. Max Unlimited. Uh, never PFC'd in my life. That's, that's pretty sick, honestly. Thanks. Like, yeah. There's so many places to mess up in that. Thanks. And obviously that's true for any 16, but for Max Unlimited in particular, Thank you. you have uh, you know the, so the jumps in the beginning, you have the slowdown, you have... The stop. The, the stop. You have the very last run into jump. Plus two notes, the yeah, down step jump. Jumps. Step jumps all over, right? Yeah. yeah. Um I didn't post it on Twitter, but I re PFC'd the only eighteen I have PFC'd, which felt really good. Like it wasn't a fluke the first time, which yeah. was really cool. Um I got some other scores, but overall just like I think the D and B pads, our local D and B not the greatest. Um like only the left side works and that's like only eighty percent of the time. That's so. brutal. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. Just, uh, but yeah, today is the last time I played. What about you guys? I mean, you don't have to just talk about today. I mean, you've, <laughs> well, been, you've been playing a lot recently. Like, yeah, well, I, I mean, what what, what, are, what are kind of your, your goals? Like, what have you been really going on? Um, well, I can show the people in this room, a.k.a. my buddies, uh, Roger and Dalton, wow, like, thanks. kind of the just, main theme just of what I have in my... Sure. In, in your notes? Yeah, so, like, in caps, on the bottom and the top, I have, again, in caps, I have have fun, laugh it off. Um, and then the next line, I have gold 16, green 17, red 18. So basically for me, like I shared our last podcast, it's like, you know, you got to understand what your relationship was is with the game, just like any hobby or any any other game, if gaming is your hobby, main hobby. And it's like, for me, like I shared, like I want to be the best. And it's like, I want to, which is why I disagreed with you at the very beginning of the show, Steve's like, no, I feel like I can be as good as Chris. It's just like, like Roger said, it's a time thing. Mm -hmm. And like, I like Chris is just like, everything he does is optimized. Like even the time he spends playing is optimized. And like, I'm trying to get better at that. But anyways, tangent. Um, my goal is to like, be one of the best. And so like, that's why I have like the very first things in my little notes thing is have fun, laugh it off. Cause it's like, if I get frustrated, I'm never going to be the best. If I have fun, I'm going to keep playing and like love the game and want to continue playing to be the best right so and then the other things are just the lamps i'm aiming for so my goals are to get 16 pfcs and gfc the 17 folder and life four clear the 18 folder so this is generally what i'm trying to do and play all the trials because life four trials are super fun yeah um good if way you're to, a good... life four participant like we're gonna be releasing the life four trial the new trials really soon so look out for that yeah but yeah those are kind of that's like at a high level like when i go to play Try to like knock off one sixteen. Try to FC one seventeen. So w- with Max Unlimited, did you? How many times did you play it? Played it twice today. I oh, think. nice! That's yeah, pretty yeah, good. That's, that yeah. is pretty good. In Tokyo Three, I also played twice. Cool. Yeah, it, it feels yeah. really good to like get scores that you you don't have to try like over and over and over again. Yeah. Like yeah. especially if you get something like first try of the day, it's like oh hell yeah. Yeah. Like. It, it's just kind of it takes the pressure off. Yeah, honestly, and you don't get frustrated like you were saying. Yeah, and I'm I feel extremely privileged to have, you know been able to like save up for a machine and like I played at home also um, yesterday and like I 
FECD, which if you're unfamiliar with ITG full excellent combo, it's it's like similar but like slightly easier than a PFC on DDR. Um, finally, FEC Pluto Challenge, which is just like it's it's been such a journey for me. Like ever since like Life Force started trying to learn Pluto full stop, like expert, mm-hmm. and yeah. then Challenge is just like a whole another beast. So I finally got all excellence and fantastics. Now I just have to go to the arcade and, and get a PFC and redo it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. That's what that's what happened to me when uh, I was playing at your house one time. We yeah. were playing ATG and I we just Idola, like, right? We, yeah, we just like yeah. randomly I was like, "Hey, let's play Idola." And then I like <laughs> FEC'd it on ITG and I was like, "Oh, like I could probably get or something I was like, "I could 30. probably get this on on you know, on an actual machine." Mm-hmm. Um it took me a number of tries after that, but mm-hmm. I finally did. That was a while ago. I don't know if I mentioned that before, but I've been yeah working on more seven, 17 PFCs recently because I, I hadn't got one in like six months or mm-hmm. more, maybe. It had been a while. I kind of put it off and I like wasn't really focusing on it, but that was one that I was like, well, for a while I thought it might get removed from, from ACE. Because uh, it is kind of like a license, kind yeah. of. Yeah, sort so I was of. worried that it might get removed before A20. And so I was like, I was like, oh, I should probably... Gotta do it now. I was like, I gotta do it now. I should probably PFC this. And I just like, I really like the chart for Idola Challenge. It's really good. Yeah. It's really it, hard. It, it's very hard. There's lots of like weird stuff in it. And it's fast and technical. Um, but there's no BPM changes. So <laughs> I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was happy to get that one. Um and then what are you trying to do right now? Uh, I I'm I'm kind of working on the 18s. Um not it wasn't like super intentional, but I w- the other day I I knew we were going to go play with Hudson cuz uh Hudson was out here visiting working at round 1. And um I was like, "Man, I want to play like 18s with Hudson." Cause like that's what he's good at and like that's what yeah. he plays and stuff. So I was like, I was like, "What like what's one that I should like try try for like really like go in on i was like maybe nine i was like Cause that's like really hard mm-hmm. so i like played it on step mania a couple times and i was like i think i can triple a this and i had played it like uh, a couple weekends ago when i was in fresno i played it with uh, ninja four um and i was like man yeah like this actually seems kind of atta- attainable um and that was yeah the same day i it must tr- be nice to have that thought. You know, <laughs> <nine>. <laughs> well, uh, oh, that seems I, doable. Yeah, I, mean, not, I can that, struggle through this. I mean, yeah, I, I, I tweeted a video of me playing um, Healing Division Challenge, which I had never full comboed before, and it, it kind of blew up. That was up. a cool video. Yeah, it kind of blew up because, yeah, I, like, full comboed the the end crossovers which yeah had never done before but i i remember i mean basically what my tweet said was like when i was a kid and i saw this i was like nobody can do crossovers that fast <laughs> yeah I, you know i watched that video a ton oh like I did. the video of you playing yeah. healing Div- division challenge i was just like oh my god like is this what it looks like when someone does this yes it looked it looked a bit messy and the funny part is that all of my my greats and stuff were fast actually i was actually going too fast um uh. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I don't really know what to say about it. Like, yeah. honestly, like, I, I, I believe, I believe theoretically <laughs> that I could do that at some point. But like, just watching it, I'm like, geez, this I, is. I, mean, I think that's crazy. the point at which, like, the game sort of like moves beyond like a sort of like okay, 
this is hard to do timing-wise, but like physically, it, you know, it's still not that hard. But with this, with that kind of thing, it's like, okay, you're like actually entering into a, a, a zone where it's like legitimately physically hard to do this. And yeah. I, I was just having a good crossover day. I even told Steven, I was like, man, I'm, I'm feeling crossovers today for some reason. And yeah, like, And so I had played like nine and, and, and had raised that. And uh, Paranoid Hades and raise that. Every day is a good crossover day for Steve. It is. I love doing them. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one of your things. But yeah, so when we went to to round one to go play with Hudson, um, it, I was playing with him, and then Chris was watching. Well, before Chris got there, I, we played eight eight eight, which was like one of my kind of worst eighteens. It was like I had like a nine seven four. Or it's, something. it's one of the worst eighteens. I don't. I, <laughs> I, 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 I think it's I, I, super I, I think, fun. I think it's good actually. Yeah, like, I think it's really fun. It's one of the most. Uh, it just it, it's relentless. Well, yeah, but the the step rhetoric in it like makes the most sense. Like all the patterns and stuff, it's very intentionally stepped. I feel like. Like Shouts all, to Duck All the rhythms and stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. it feels like an ITG song, I think. Yeah. It does. I mean, Shouts to Duck But yeah, like, we just, I mean, just, we'd kind of talked about this before, but just playing with somebody that you, oh, yeah. you like look up to. Oh, yeah. That I raised. You want to beat him? You want to show you deserve to be playing with him? I played 88 twice with Hudson and raised it by almost 20K. Nice. Like uh, up to a triple A. Um, part of that was, I think, I had typically played it on uh i'd played it on mirror because it puts the hold where you turn sun plus off uh on an up arrow instead of a down so normally i'd play it on mirror but i forgot to do that and then i actually like did better <laughs> and that time i had dropped the hold but hudson was like hey do you want to play it again and i'm like uh sure <laughs> And I was just much more conscious to like hold that down arrow yeah. while, while hitting the sudden. Do you plus. ever use sudden plus, Steve? Uh, me, no. I actually have never found a way for sudden plus to actually work for me, and I don't understand how it works for other players. Um, I think it's probably because you can read slow. Yeah, yeah. Like it just because I read so slow, and like Dalton alluded to, I do a lot of turns i turn almost everything i need to be able to actually look ahead and see where i'm turning so sudden mm. just takes information away from me that's true yeah that's what ben says I, I mean yeah but but hudson you know was talking when we were playing 888 he's like like why do you need sudden plus like just use your eyes to like see the arrows i was like what and then i like actually like because I have to turn it off, but the uh, like right coming out of the slowdown. But then there's still like a lot of dense stuff before you hit the speed up at the end. And I would always like break combo there. I'd always like mess yeah. it up because I like couldn't read it. But Hudson was like, "Yeah, just like look at hit, just hit the arrows." And I was like, <laughs> "Okay." And then I did. And I was like, "What?" I I don't know. It just like clicked for me. Yeah. So, I, somehow that like I was just able to read. And combo that stuff that I had never been able to before. Some real John Madden level of commentary there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there was that. Was 88 was a good one. And then, um, yeah, I, I got nine and was just like so ecstatic and just was like, yes! Um, no, Maybe a fluke, like you were mentioning flukes earlier. I don't know. but That's fine. Somehow, fluke scores count. Somehow grateful comboed it, which was really cool. You've been playing, Steve? 
Uh, I actually have just started getting back into playing, so I also play ice hockey as a goalie, and during the winter, my hockey schedule is just kind of too grueling for me to get much DDR in, so now that my season ended at the beginning of this month, I've been just working on getting back my DDR form and stamina, because they're two totally different uh, like levels of output. I have been playing a lot of Dance Rush, though. (laughs) So as as the weather gets warmer, the ice starts to melt, and you can't play the hockey anymore. <laughs> you can. So you have to go to the arcade instead. <laughs> no, it's just uh, my team was too bad to go to playoffs, so <laughs> I don't have to play anymore. <laughs> oh, rip. Now, so you, now, now oh, you, you actually have Poochie, the the song jacket for Poochie, like, custom-painted on your goalie helmet, That is right? correct. That's that's a whole level of dedication. Full choice. Full choice. I, yeah. uh, I had I got that helmet uh, custom made to a plaster mold of my head out of uh, titanium and Kevlar, and then got a custom paint job to look like the Ace interface with some arrows and the Poochie jacket on the back. That was a committed man right there. That's pretty sweet. Yep. <laughs> Do you uh, play DDR and hockey in the same day? And like, what was the hardest part? Um, if so, of of that day, well, like what was what was the hardest thing to do? Since my play style is different from literally everyone else, um, <laughs> it actually works out. So in hockey, you can't be concerned at all about conserving energy as a goalie. You need to get around as quickly as possible. I always tell people like, put on forty pounds of clothes, then get into a squat <laughs> position and repeatedly sprint three feet for an hour <laughs> sounds miserable so it's a lot of like a lot of like very explosive movements yes yeah. so i play ddr the same way and the only hard part about it is just how draining it is like um in a typical game of hockey because i wear my apple watch while i play i can burn upwards of 2,000 calories in an hour wow Jeez. in an hour yes wow dude god that's insane so it's just and also zero percent surprising just insane <laughs> Yeah, it's just exhausting. That's all it is. Hockey is crazy. It is. That's a lot of Doritos. <laughs> That's, I, I can eat anything Tags that I want bags. when I leave, when I'm done. I just eat anything, whatever the See, nearest I, I food mean, is. I, I play like three games of DDR, and then I go, oh, man, I must have burned like 2,000 calories. I can eat anything <laughs> I want right now. So I can go eat 3,000 calories of Taco Bell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It doesn't quite work like that. Munchy meal on the way in, <laughs> munchy meal on the way out. Oh, God. Oh, man, could you eat two munchie meals in a day? <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, definitely not. What's in a munchie meal? We're talking about the jack-in-the-box are... munchie meal. Oh, okay. Which is uh, an entree item. So you got either the stacked grilled cheeseburger, which is like a cheeseburger with sourdough, but then it also has like another like layer of cheese and then another like sourdough thing on top. So it's like a grilled cheese as the bun oh of a cheeseburger. Gosh. Uh, that's America. one. You got a the sriracha, the sriracha curly fry burger. Yeah. Oh you got the the spicy chicken. I never get the spicy stuff. Oh, uh, the the nacho chicken sandwich. Yeah, and then my personal favorite, and also the favorite of uh, Chris Shike. I love it. The chicken tater melt. The chicken tater melt. Oh, it's so good. Which is uh, it's a chicken patty, a hash brown, bacon, cheese, oh and God. ranch, and gravy. I think there's white gravy on it. No, it, that's the cheese sauce. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, and, but it's on like a croissant bun. Yeah, um, it's just... And and so you get one entree item. You get have these fries, which are... you get It's half curly fries, half regular fries. Uh, and then two of the infamous Jack-in-the-Box tacos. Oh, and, my and God. And a drink 
for six dollars if, oh if, if, if you go after 9 p.m otherwise it's eight dollars but still Whoa. that's so that's so many calories it's, just for oh yeah it's one it's, it's literally empty garbage calories so can, let me just say from experience that they know their target audience oh yeah, yeah no they, they're they're commercials for i mean it's called <laughs> the munchie meal but their commercials for no, it were, were literally like high people basically yeah. like or dance gamers they like yeah. did market research on this and literally recruited people who were just like smoking a pound a day <laughs> to come like be like what do you think of this sir yeah basically yeah. um so yeah oftentimes coming home from round one at like 1 a.m everything else is closed except jack in the box oh yeah and so the you just eat an entire munchie meal and i hate that turn you have to make to get into that jack in the box you're you're like oh, the you one. have to do the U-turn. <laughs> right, oh, you go right. to the and then you have to do another U-turn to get out. <laughs> no, uh. the, there's one right by my house. Oh, I see. So I can get it home and I'm eat talking it about the one by round one. Eat it fresh. Yeah, yeah. So it's literally like two thousand calories. But um, it's... so as a researcher, it was really interesting to see uh, Koji's eye tracking stream because that is hardware and software that I have used for my job. Um, back at Facebook, I did a couple of ads research projects, which were really fascinating. Um, like where, where, like at... where people look on the screen yeah, yeah, for, for ads for and ads. stuff. <laughs> Especially because they're baked into so many different surfaces of Facebook. Like there's the news feed, there's mobile, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that was one interesting use case. But um, I also used it when I worked in games uh, at Blizzard. Um, I worked on a StarCraft II Heart of the Swarm project with an eye tracker. And... Um, that was also really interesting, but love seeing it used like just for fun. Yes, and I mean so kind of just learning for how the, people play DDR. For those cool. of you who missed it, yeah, the uh, DDR Koji, who's a Japanese player um, and an amazing man, yeah, um, set up a an eye like an eye tracker thing. I don't know. If they had like a computer m- mounted like in front of the the machine, mm-hmm. so I don't know if he was reading off the the computer screen or actually off the arcade cabinet or not because they had it like mounted in front but so either way yeah i'm not sure exactly how they had it set up but and and you could see it was like live on the stream you could see where his eyes were looking during these songs um yeah Yeah, and and the the sort of like it was over the period that was the uh the thing that everyone saw where during the parts where it was fast he was clearly reading really lower down yeah and then and at, at the beginning slowdown, he's reading like literally right at the target line. Right. Yeah. And they also, uh, I didn't watch the whole stream, but I saw some tweets that they were like holding up like pictures of scantily clad women, like next to <laughs> next to the arrows, like to try and distract him to see if his eyes would like <laughs> like look away from the arrows, like That's as funny. he's trying to play. Um, yeah. It's quite funny but yeah it's just really cool to see the the shift I, I watched delta max and even in that he well he was playing on boost which kind of it's not as exaggerated yeah as if you were to play delta max normally um but yeah you could see as the song goes on his eyes are just going like further and further down down the screen um yeah it's just really cool really cool i, I think a lot of people have like talked about talked about <laughs> doing that or like mm-hmm. say oh wouldn't that be cool but i think that was the first time that we've seen somebody actually do that it's really expensive it's funny though because it's like thousand (laughs) dollars well i i don't know the one that he used he posted a link to it i think he just got off amazon or something it probably wasn't it's pretty consistent with what you would sort of just assume though right it's like during the slow part you read at the top because you have to look yeah at the bottom you're 
don't have as much time, so yeah. put your eyes down there. Use your eyes to read the arrows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you were talking about playing DDR, Steve, and mm-hmm. we, we sort of interrupted That's you. That's fine. Um, For... You said that now that the ice has melted and you can play <laughs> DDR, uh, what, what have you been doing? Uh, so I also kind of injured my knee a little bit during the hockey season, so I've been slowly easing back into playing and rehabbing. Um, so I'm just getting used to playing DDR again. Like, 17s and 18s are tiring now, so I need to, like, rebuild my DDR They're tiring stamina. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they weren't before. But um, uh, been my goal for a while has been to uh, – finally actually full combo in 18 because I haven't full comboed any 18s which is kind of dumb what 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 are your candidates um max unlimited x special why <laughs> because what? that's that's my best 18 <laughs> what so because he's a psycho my, <laughs> basically that's just my the... scores have uh. always been complete ridiculous outliers on everything so you got to keep up the keep up the the theme. Yeah, you know? my first sixteen PFC was Paranoia Survivor Max Challenge. My first. I mean, that's not ah, super surprising. That makes sense. That was like one of my five last ones. My first seventeen PFC yeah. was a Saberwing Headshot Remix Challenge. Sick. And the only other seventeen I have is Pursuer. Those are the only two seventeens I have. <laughs> I have neither of those and sixteen other ones. Yeah, normal man. <laughs> And then on scores like um, uh, like Spunk. first time challenge, my score was like a nine oh six for a long time. Sick. <laughs> Just so terrible. <laughs> well, it's an eighteen now. So do, do you live close to the arcade? Uh, it's about twenty five thirty minutes to our round one, so it's not too bad. Yeah, I think it's we all close. live kind of far away from round one. Yeah. I think everybody lives far away from round one because round <laughs> one never builds in like an actual city. They just build it in like the like weird offshoots of city. I mean, I guess San Jose is kind of a an outlier, yeah. but you. I mean, yours is not in Cleveland. It's in Mentor, Ohio. Yeah, Menor. Menor, which is is it Menor? Menor. Soft tea like Toronto. Oh God. Um, the f- I'm never going to Ohio again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm going next week. Yeah, you are going yeah, next too. week. Uh, what about you, Roger? What have you What have you been up to? I played today, uh, this morning, um, basically to discuss the upcoming tournament at Round One San Jose. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if I should wait until the end of the episode to talk about this. Spo- or not. Spoilers. What I mean, tournament is that, Roger? Yeah, so we're we're going to be holding a tournament, multi-game music game tournament in uh, Round One San Jose this summer, August 9th through eleventh. It's called Inf- uh, Infinity Stage. Infinity Stage. Infinity Stage. It's kind of like Final Stage, except Forever. stage never ends. Yeah. Not even Extra Stage. Not one more Extra Stage. Yeah. It's just, it, it will end, though. It ends probably It someday. actually it has an end point. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we'll pretend. It's three days long, so that's kind of like Infinity in terms of... It is. Dance games. You know, ter- in terms of dance games. Uh, so I was, there, I was there talking about that tournament. Um, so I played a little, little bit of DDR. And uh, played the qualifiers for Steve's tournament. Yeah. And Steve, uh, the reason we had you on this episode is because you're you got a tournament coming up next week that Omid and I are, are going to travel to. Yes, a uh, mistake really on the lake too. Yeah. It's a uh, one of the things that I think is really important for smaller regional tournaments to do is try new formats, try different things, because larger tournaments like the Big Deal or like Raj or Infinity Stage. 
it's important to stick with what we know works when you have that many people involved. So what I'm doing from a stick on the lake is, and I'll try to cover the, the way the rules work pretty quickly. It's a round robin pool. So you'll get seated into the pool with the same players you would potentially see in the first two rounds of a bracket. So if it's a 32-person tournament and you're in pool one, the seeds there are going to be the first seed, the 16th, the 17th, the 32nd. Each person is going to pick four songs, a 13, a 14, a 15, and a 16, and each of their opponents has to pick one of those four songs to play against them. Um, mm. And then the winner of each pool will move on to a regular double elimination bracket. I think the strengths of this is that it's going to give everybody some control over what they play. It's going to ensure everybody gets three matches because those are, I think, two of the biggest complaints or difficulties we have right now with tournaments. Players go and they get one match of two songs and they don't want to mm-hmm. play either song and they lose and they're done. Yeah, I love this so much for so many reasons, but the main reason is that it caters like you've done you've done something special I think here before even having participated, which is you're appealing to the casual or tryhard casuals and you're appealing to those who take it super seriously because the people who take it super seriously are going to min-max, like, what is the 13 that nobody plays that I am best at? What is the 14 nobody plays that I am best at? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the folks who are either casuals or, like, the tryhard casuals, like, whatever you want to call folks who just, like, want to compete and, like, have fun, Mm -hmm. like, they get to pick their four favorite songs and they get to play, for sure, their favorite 13, 14, 15, 16. And I think that that's, like really cool like i'm yeah really, it, it I makes hope. sense because number one it it lowers the amount of songs that you actually have to be familiar with mm-hmm. for and for for ace you know there's so many songs that as, if you're not like totally obsessed like we are mm-hmm. you might not even know what they all are mm-hmm. yeah and there are so many tournaments that we have where like you know the people in lower they just don't know what a song is. Like, oh, what is that? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, this is... It's some 14 uh, from Supernova. I've never from, played that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I think it really does help. Um, I, I'm excited to, to play in this tournament because, again, like Omid said, it's a different rule set. Mm-hmm. And uh, we haven't quite decided on the rules for Infinity Stage yet, but I, I'm kind of wanting to see what this, how this Definitely. goes. Yeah, yeah. To see if there's any way that we can maybe uh, sort of fold in some novelty while also keeping it um, stable. Yeah, I'm interested. I I think it's going to go well based on all my calculations of how long things will take. It should be good. Um, we'll just have to see how it actually works in practice. So the winners of the pools then move on to a different stage. Can you describe that too? Because I think that that's also an interesting, like you're adding a few uh, interesting things there. Too. Sure. So the winner of each pool will move into a double elimination bracket. Uh, the entry's capped at 64, and I think we'll get close to that, so it'll just be a 16-person double limb bracket. That'll be pretty quick to get through. Um, the weights for what uh, difficulties are drawn don't change the entire bracket. So you know that the potential draw you have in round one is the same you have as the potential draw in winner's finals. Um, additionally, and uh, Derek Vogan was the one who actually kind of... Uh, theory crafted this with me and i think he had some input from kyle dobe as well of a pocket pick 
it's not just a veto of an Pocket individual pick. song. Pocket pick. PP, as I like to say. <laughs> Please do not at any point take out your PP during the match. <laughs> Let me just protect my PP uh, first. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, go So ahead. essentially the way that it works is once you get into the bracket, you're able to write down any song and any chart 15 and above as a pocket pick. Once the card draw comes up, if there's something in there that you want to get rid of or and replace with your pocket pick, you can do that one time. That counts as your protection as well, so you don't get to protect an additional song, but you do still get to veto another song, and mm, your opponent spicy. can't veto your pocket pick. So if you get a draw and you look at it and you go, oh, my God, I am so completely boned on this. (laughs) You can at least try to salvage something out of it. You can like, for example, if you're going against Chris an egoism challenge comes up, you can go. Absolutely not. We are not playing that. I am getting rid of that with my pocket pick right now. Yeah, sound sand blow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Chris goes, Oh well my pocket picks egoism, so I'm gonna get rid of the easy fifteen that's in here and replace his uh, egoism. You've activated my trap card. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, yeah, I think it all sounds fantastic. Like I like like on paper, I like it just seems really, really fun. Yeah, it seems so, fun. So I'm really excited to to play and excited to see you in person and see all the Midwest folks and yeah, it'll be a blast. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm excited just to hang out, you know, Same. like there's so many uh, Ohio people I haven't seen since I stopped living in Ohio. <laughs> since you defected? Defected, yeah, yeah that's the word. <laughs> and, you, like, you know, now that the scene has been rebooted and, mm-hmm. like, the whole fam is crawling out of the hole and coming back to the arcade. Yeah. Um, it's, it, I'm sure that things are, you know, nice and similar to the old days. Uh, Who, who's, that, who's that guy on t- Master Flip? Is he oh, from Flip, Ohio? Yeah, Flip, Flip is another Cleveland Flip guy. Is super good. He started He's playing so again. Good. He he got some ridiculous score. I forgot what it was. He got like some 17 or 18 PFC or something. Yeah, like, I think it was Saberwing Headshot. Yeah, maybe. And it was just like, wait, what? Like, yeah. who is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> He's just like... Old school player. Flip was an old school player. Started, barely started playing again and is already like wrecking stuff. That's just how it goes. Yeah. Um, totally late, but I figured I'd say I think I got the third score on the 15 trial clockwork today as well. Just, if you haven't played the trials on Life 4 yet, you should. I've not had an opportunity fun. to you two yet, but a lot of them look fun. Kevin has an insane score on that one, but yeah, really excited for the tournament. Oh, what a surprise! Yeah, Kevin I'm, I'm has a great score forward. on everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this is just to say, like, <laughs> before we move on to events and stuff, that uh, us talking about our our recent sessions is it's not just an opportunity for us to brag, though maybe a little bit, but hopefully, <laughs> you know, kind of talk about our process of of kind of like how we approach, uh, you know, our sessions, and and maybe you can pick something out of that. Yeah, uh, you know talk about you know other topics and, and, to, and to the to, to summarize my session I, I i went in mostly with the goal of playing the qualifiers for mistake on the lake too um which are insertion from fifth mix and uh paranoia, paranoia evolution, evolution x x special yep which uh is that the one with all the jacks? Yes. yes, just nothing but jacks the whole time. A lot of downs. They were all about down in that song. And it's just got some very awkward positioning. It's a good 14. Yeah, it is. It's. I think it's a good qualifier song because it's something that a lot of people probably haven't played a whole lot. Yep. It's a little off sync, just a little bit early. Yeah, Steve's cruel. 
I Whereas am. Insertion's a little bit late and has the just some busted parts in that song. The uh, uh, just so you know, the alternate choices for uh, for what the qualifiers was going to be was Sakura Expert and Afro Nova X Special. Oh God, that seemed pretty much the same. Yeah, <laughs> very like, similar. Although selfishly, I do kind of wish that you picked the other one because then I would finally PFC Sakura because I haven't gotten it on Ace. It I, I played reason. Sakura today um, and did not PFC it. It's um, it's hard. It's, so hard. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, yeah, I played a game with this this kid Sonic, who's like a, a local like very young DDR player yeah. so he's basically he's like 9 or something he's, yeah. he's 8 oh, yeah. <laughs> you can pass like 16s right yeah oh yeah. my god just, just like what are you doing yeah <laughs> he god. can like he can like barely talk <laughs> and he can, he can like pass <laughs> like 15s and stuff uh, um, so yeah my goal was today was mainly to play the qualifiers and you know got some advice from people online like oh so I haven't played insertion in a while my, my EMU's record was like nine 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 five one zero or something. Sounds right. I think I hadn't played it since Ace came out. Yeah. And I tried playing it on three X and it was like way too slow. <clears throat> and then I tried playing it on three point seven five. It was still a little bit slow. And Kevin was like, you know, you should try four X. And I did, and it really helped. Um, still got some greats though. I think I still need to to go back to the arcade for a couple sessions and play it. Um, and that's basically all I did for my session was just play. Those two songs, with with you know a few other stuff, mixed other songs in, in there yep. mixed in like, egoism and endymion, it's all the good stuff. Do you know what I play insertion on? Two point five, and that, that seems sounds fast. about right. Oh, sounds <laughs> fast. <laughs> and then he plays pursuer on like three. No, he said two point five. He oh, just okay. plays every Great. song on two point five. Why not? What? That's <laughs> like six sixty, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're just trying to confuse people. Roger, hit the hang up button. <laughs> I, I also recording. I play Max Period on 0.75. Oh, that God. makes sense. No, I've no, tried that. <laughs> I've tried that. It, it like it really does help at the end. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the song. I mean, the end is, is still 600. Like that's fine. If you can read Poochie on three, no, 660. I can't. It's different. Uh, I don't know. It's t- Anyways. <laughs> Oh, speaking of, speaking of dumb speed. Speaking of anyways. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of dumb speed mods, I I played uh, uh, Elemental Creation. I played on like 1.5x, which is like 636, I guess. Yeah. And I was like, this is still too slow. Oh, yeah. God. And then I was like, and so I just. I played it again the next song, and I was like, I'm not even gonna do the math. Normally, I like get my calculator out or you know my phone. You're just gonna try it. I was like, I was like, I don't even want to know what this is. <laughs> I'm just gonna try it and see how it goes. Because it was, it was, the, it was the expert, which like yeah. the patterns don't move al- around a lot. Like no. they're all facing the same direction, basically. Yeah, and there's like two arrows at the same time. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I could theoretically read this, and I played it. Yeah, once on one seven five, and then I was like, oh, I got, I did better that time. I'm going to play it again, <laughs> and somehow PFC'd it, which I had like nice. wow, never, nice. never been able to. Nice uh, on one point seven five, which is seven hundred forty two BPM. That's kind of that's speedy. Yeah, that's airplane mode for sure. Also played a couple games of Pump It Up because the card readers weren't working on DDR for some reason. I played mm-hmm. some some It Up, and uh, one thing I've been trying to do lately is uh, I've also been playing ITG lately and mm-hmm. that's been really fun like you know like i i spent like so many years basically not playing itg but also 
hating on it at the same time. Which is really just a totally unfair, like, stupid, like, just childish thing. <laughs> oh, I remember, like, it was last week. Yeah, it's like, it's like that, basically. And uh, I've been playing a lot recently, and it's just so useful for getting good, mm-hmm. you know? Like, there's so many things now that I think about how to do that I just, like, wouldn't have known before. Like, Omid, you were just talking earlier about uh, Chris Chike's technique for the end of Max Unlimited. There's, like, this yeah. down down and then a left right jump yeah and that's like the last uh the last step in max unlimited and you were talking about how chris brackets it as if basically treating the down and then the left right jump as like a down and then a uh down left. down left jump yeah, yeah. so basically kind of using one foot to stomp on those two arrows exactly so everybody has their hands up now if they're not driving and basically, if you put your hands on, like, a pretend DDR panel, the, like, the way your left foot ends up when you do right down, like, just do right down really fast, your foot doesn't actually change orientation. You just also slam your toe yeah, on I, I the guess. left arrow. Yeah. And, like, your heel is still on down because that's how you play DDR. You hit right down. Yeah. So your left foot is on down, right? So, yeah. So Chris just told me... Instead of trying to do right down and then move your left foot all the way up to hit the jump, left right jump, just do right down bracket. Yeah, and it's like insane. Like I, I in a thousand years would never. Yeah, I would have that. never come up. Just with like that. your Roger, just like your example of Hudson saying, "Well, yeah, your foot has to move farther to do a crossover." Yeah, just move faster. Just move yeah. faster. Oh, for okay. crossovers. Move faster. <laughs> it's like read the arrows shit, with yeah. your eyes. <laughs> it's just physics. <laughs> God damn it. Read the arrows with your eyes. Yeah, yeah exactly. My, my yeah. solution That's, for Unlimited yeah. was I just had to start playing it on mirror, just because of all. Uh, the positioning of some of the runs into jumps and that's what i did too mm-hmm. yeah i found mm-hmm. it was very helpful for about three sections and then made the entire rest of the song slightly harder but it was so, a, yeah, worth so, it. sometimes you kind of have to sacrifice like you make part of it a little bit harder to make the rest of you know a certain part easier mm-hmm. yeah which is basically like how chris did how he PFC'd May challenge the original time. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the video of him playing yeah. it on left, but it makes the whole rest of the chart like completely dumb. He's doing like backwards runs and stuff. <laughs> but then it makes it turns the Scooby into, into like a yeah. candle run. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean you just gotta figure out what works for you, right? Like mm-hmm. for me, like I played um Unlimited at home. Um I played Unlimited at the arcade and like I found that I would could always mfc or pfc the step jumps when i was like extremely light on my feet like Mm -hmm. i would basically just barely use my heel to hit the step and then i would go really hard on the jump and i would just barely like i would just be bouncing with one foot and then like the duck like like if it's like syncopated like music like if i stress that in voice it's like that (laughs) it's like very very light into like very very heavy so I don't know. Um, I think you just have to play songs and develop strategies and talk to players. Which is what we're doing now. What's what's your most recent, uh, like, heartbreaking failure? (laughs) So mine's actually a Dance Rush score. Uh, Oh, yeah? Wait, you play Dance Rush for score? No, like, so I recently was trying to go through because I, I needed to just, like, play a couple more games for the most recent uh, Moe Shop stamp event. So I was like, oh, I'll play this, like, seven... Uh, what was it? 
I don't remember what song it was, but I was playing some seven. I'm like, I'll see if I can try to get an EXE on it because I don't have any like dance rush equivalent of PFCs. I've got a whole lot of like two greats or a great and a miss. And I got one great and I have absolutely no idea where it was. Like I never oh. saw it. And I was just like, come on, let me have one. <laughs> yeah, every time I've played Dance Rush, like I have no idea what timings I'm getting at all. Mm-hmm. So it's called EXE? Uh, EXE, because it's excellent oh, I clear. I, th- I thought you meant like a like a Windows executable. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say that'd be sick. Or, or the or the 2DX song, EXE, yeah. which is a very good song. It's decent. Um, I flagged London A again today. Um, Challenge, I assume. Challenge? Yeah, slightly below my PB of 999090. Like, I, love, I love getting above 999s mm-hmm. with a great. Yeah. And then, like, I'm pretty proud of my score on Triple Journey Challenge, but I got, like... 50 and 2 or something, which like I'm sad I got two greats, but I know I can PFC it. So. Yeah, that's that's my most recent better one, which than I also miss. Yeah, that was painful. Yeah, which I also painful. posted a video of that I PFC'd it. In the past like yeah. five times I've played it, I've PFC'd the Scooby like every single time, yeah. like which everybody says like, oh, it's the hard part. Uh, actually, it, I have too. It's not. The last time I played I it I don't anyway. think it's the hardest part. I think the stamina, <laughs> yeah, the stamina it's draining just, is the hardest it's part. It's literally just by the time I get to the ending run, I'm just yeah. so tired. And yeah. then that ending run is so brutal. Yep. And yeah, I got a miss within, I, I re, when I played it, I thought it was the second to last arrow, but then watching the video third. back, it, yeah, it, <laughs> I think it was the fourth to last. Cause it, it, it seems like on a down, you can even see my, my foot, like as I'm doing the crossover, I didn't lift my foot up enough to yeah. like re-trigger the down arrow. That sucks. So I got like 37 and a miss. There's so many notes in that song. And that would have been Too my, many. That would have been my second 18 PFC, and I was very, very... I kind of want to race you to number two. I feel like I'm pretty close on Prey also. I keep screwing up Prey. Yeah, I don't know. I, we should I, race to get a second should, one. Should also, yeah, I should do uh, Come to Life. I could do Come to Life also. Maybe, I would like to but... Life 4 clear Prey. <laughs> yeah, 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 me that's too. That's a good goal. I'm so, a good goal. so bad at foot speed. I mean, because you play on your toes. I think I that's do, an yeah. excellent goal if you're bad at foot speed. If you're bad at foot speed, life fouring prey is like fantastic. Also, life for uh, elemental creation. Uh, what about you, Roger? You have any research? crushing defeats? Oh, not really. I think <laughs> because I've been playing ITG, where like pretty much everything I play is new, mm. um, or I'm not like not confident in the fact that like I'm going to get like a good score <laughs> on it. Like, it's actually been nice to not have any crushing defeats because when I play DDR a lot of times, it's like, oh, I'm going to try to PFC this song for the 400 millionth time and then get a great. <laughs> um, and I haven't had that at all. I've just been like, you know, I get a miss on some song that I don't even know what the name is. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, cool. That, like, I was trying the whole time, yep. but I'm not super sad about it because it's like, it, it's, it's an interesting, like, sort of mental shift to make. Um, Although I'm sure I'm going to have some experiences with insertion and uh, paranoia evolution in the next couple days. Yeah, I've gotten uh, a lot of feedback about those qualifiers, I'll say. Yeah, they're kind I, of rude. It's, I mean, I think if I had to just be honest about it, I think one of them would have been okay. Maybe both of them is just a little, a little much. Maybe like a, if one of them, I, you know, honestly... What's wrong with them? There's nothing I mean, wrong. Look, like I was gonna say something straightforward, but Paranoia Evolution yeah, X special is straightforward. I don't. Uh, yeah, like here's my take is like until we're actually using qualifiers to like qualify people for tournaments, like there cannot be X number, like X plus one number of entrants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
like there can only be X number of entrants, then like I just don't think you have a right to complain about qualifiers. Ever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like it's just the TO is gonna like like do something that they think is challenging or or is gonna is gonna have a lot of um, variance. Yeah, I think that's and then movie. you just accept that that's reality and just yeah. like I don't know. Yeah, I take like, it back. There's nothing wrong with them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like you're 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 entitled to your opinion. It's yeah. fine. I just think like that's my opinion. It's just like you know until until you're actually getting eliminated from competing, then like you know suck it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's mostly um, people thought it thought both were going to be easy, and then were surprised at how much effort it took to actually get a good run on both of them in the same set. Very true. Um, before we move on to events, Roger had one more thing he wanted to say about Cartoon Heroes. Yeah? About the jacket in particular. Oh, the jacket. So <laughs> so if you look at the art for Cartoon Heroes, the like the person that's in the background of the original Cartoon Heroes art is a cartoon. Mm-hmm. The silhouette in the new Cartoon Heroes art is it's just a silhouette. There's nothing cartoon about it. <laughs> so the cartoonishness of the cartoon hero's art oh, man. has been removed. So it no longer makes any sense. Is there anything it, heroic about it? It's kind of a... a I uh, mean, it, it looks kind of hero- a heroic stance, I guess. Like they're kind of like... Woo! Like, it's like the ha- end there's of... There's like a woo motion they're doing. What's that, what's that movie? What? What? One movie? It was the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club, know, or like... where it ends is like freeze frames, and he has like his hand up in the air. I, I, I don't know. That's like a million it's, it's, movies. It's, you guys don't watch. I was about to say arachnophobia. Movie. I don't. I don't know yeah. what to say. From Never Neverland. Somebody will. Cry. All I know is it, there's no there's no cartoon in the art. Like that's the that's the that's thing so about the song is it's about cartoons. Well, you know? let's cancel it. Let's send it yep. back. Let's let's. let's and I uh, love cartoon heroes. Let's get that's, money back. that's the thing. Like, I I love that song, and it's just like, what are you doing? Like, do you know what this word means? It's like, okay, whatever. I'm not I'm not going to complain about it anymore. Uh, I'm just mad that. It isn't perfect. Exactly like what I wanted. <laughs> it's um, not exactly what I envisioned. Damn it! It could have never lived up to the original. It, there's no, just no like, way. It wasn't so going I think, to. I got to be grateful for the fact that they have been watching our Twitter account, apparently, and, and trying and doing it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, moving on to events. Uh, one cool thing was that there was recently the uh, ITG Nordic Cup Two. Uh, which was an ITG tournament in not Finland? Sweden. Yeah, I think it was in Finland. Finland. It was in the other the other one. Uh, the other Mandodo one. one wow. Yeah, Mandodo. Who's, Joy. He's an old school. Well, yeah, old school ITG player, yeah. I guess. Yeah, his um, Joy. Cool dude. Makes start, uh, charts for SMX. Yep. Um, but the cool thing about this tournament was that they made the software sync up the start of all the songs. So they had three machines, three ITG dedicabs all lined up and it would sync up, you know, the beginning of the song every, you know, so you'd have six people playing exactly at the same time, playing the same song. That's going to make that arbitration a pain. (laughs) The the, the (laughs) videos of it are kind of wild. They are. It's, it's pretty cool though. Um, It's an interesting concept. Yeah. it's, It's also cool that there's an actual scene for ITG in 
Europe. Yeah, they, because, yes. they take it seriously. Because they, they don't really have official DDR. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, don't, I don't think there's really a whole lot of pump it up culture in Europe either. So, I it's, think so. It, ITG is mostly what's going on there. Yeah. As far as dance games go. Step Maniacs is... Yeah, it's getting big, too. It's getting big. Um, I think Kyle said that there's going to be a European distribution center. In, awesome. Like, wow. They're going to ship things, I guess, to the distribution center to make it easier to send stuff out to That's Europe. That's crazy. Europe specifically. Good for Kyle. So, yeah. And good for cool. Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was also uh, Fresno Frenzy 3 this past weekend. Interesting which... tournament because, you know, you have players like Chris who, who sat that one out. Mm-hmm. So the... Uh, the upper division was uh, kind of an interesting mix of people. Yeah, it was a little bit uh, open. You know, it it nobody really knew who was going to win. So, um, but yeah, Sappy from SoCal ended up taking first place. Uh, Ninja Far was second, who's a local Fresno player, and mm-hmm. Ty, who's uh, from Bay Area ish, um, took third. Middle is crazy. Like Desk Lamp took it down and beat. Big C and big Ethan mood. Big Mood in uh, to get third, there, yeah. which is insane because Desklamp, I feel like at the last Fresno been, Frenzy, he, he hasn't been playing that long. Yeah, like at the last Fresno Frenzy, I vaguely, I want to say he was top thirty-two. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Maybe so. top sixteen. Maybe yeah. But he came back and won middle. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, it was interesting because they they ended up. Uh, cutting down upper to uh just top eight and, and they then, did a full round robin of all top eight yeah that's a lot of time yeah um and then so the people who had like sort of originally qualified for upper but were like below that top eight cutoff ended up being in middle gotcha yeah um yeah so so there's some people in middle that like otherwise you'd be like why are they in middle but it's because they they you know had to kind of cut it off at at top eight um, and then, yeah, in lower division, um, Custom, Custom Robo, um, I think he's from the Bay Area up here. I think he plays at Concord. Cool. Um, got first place in that. And I will pronounce your name very wrong. I... Cusick? Is it Cusick? That's... Q-U-H-Z-K. We'll go with that. Yeah. And got second place. And then Hamlet. Um, SoCal. From, yeah, SoCal. Mm-hmm came up for fresno i um, think hamlet does some sort of like balance stuff for life four right yeah he, yeah he recently helped out yeah he um i don't know if i should put him on blast or not but he he does that sort of thing uh professionally he's a game designer yeah. Yeah, he's cool. a game, game designer yeah. so yeah he helped yeah. out um with some of the the life four stuff recently kind of um advising yeah very smart guy yeah i wonder if the name's like is it is it in reference to the shakespeare or is it like a like a small ham uh, <laughs> Yeah, definitely food related. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no idea. I actually we, have no idea. He listens, so just tweet at us. There was also a freestyle tournament um, sponsored by Freestyle Takeover at uh, Fresno Frenzy, and uh, 001 uh, took it down with uh, Megumin Watson and uh, Brand Man in second and third. So props to all those, uh, was that 12 people, 15 people? 12, uh, yeah. Yeah. Great I job. think it's kind of crazy that uh, freestyle has been coming back, and especially uh, Captain Canada is one of the guys who uh, mm-hmm. is involved with freestyle takeover. And Captain Canada was doing freestyle back in what, like third mix, maybe? 
Yeah, he's he's super old school. Yeah, we've had him on before once or twice mm-hmm. on the show here. Yeah. Um, he goes by Yay Gabby J now. Okay. Um, he doesn't really go by Captain Canada anymore, I don't think. But It's almost like we all just do the same thing that we did 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, going to say, basically. I'm surprised. I'm acting surprised he's involved, but here I am sitting yeah. here. But also, uh, shout-outs to him because he just passed his first 318. Yeah, he just ba- decided to do it. Basically, like, all in the same... All the same night, so congrats to him. Nice. Uh, there was that uh, tournament at doubles at strikes, right? Yeah. Double yeah. strikes. Yeah. And Fafems, the everybody's favorite Korean superstar dance game player, mm-hmm. flew out to America to hang out with Happy Feet and just sort of like dominated the the Pump It Up tournament. Yeah, yeah. and even even before the tournament, he played Pump at uh, at Happy Feet's house. Um, play Pump and ITG. He was playing like Dragon Force songs and stuff, which That's was like crazy. wild. <laughs> and he was doing like really well on them, playing these like eight minute long 200 BPM songs. It's like, dude, what the hell? Like, <laughs> He's just great. He's just you just so have good. to eat like yeah. 900 pounds of fried chicken every yeah. day. They, t- yeah. they took him to Canes, which is oh, good. They took him to In N Out. He liked it. How old Take is Fathoms actually? I realized I don't know. He's like 20. Oh, really that explains 20s. it. That it's is, just, it's just funny because like yeah. I remember like watching FFM's videos years ago and of course being obsessed with raising canes for a very long time and I never thought ever in my life that those two things would ever converge in any meaningful way but seeing that picture of FFM's at raising canes was just like oh my god like is is this universe like what does this mean we are connected yeah we are connected Uh, but yeah, so he ended up winning the uh, upper division, I think, to the surprise of no nobody. One. Yeah, no literally one. no one. Yeah. Um, uh, second place was uh, Kanata, who I think was his friend that came with him, maybe? as I, I don't know. I, the name doesn't sound familiar from I the U.S. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah, and that's so, right. yeah, I think it was, like, another pump player from Korea who came with him that I saw, like, in, in some pictures and stuff. Um, and then John Tran, who's a local player. Just got, an incredible pumped up player. Yeah, he got third. Um, no shame in getting then, third to them. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, and I think Chadley got fourth. Yeah, maybe. Chadley's pretty good. Um, <clears throat> and then there was a women's division, uh, one by Suri, who um, I'm not sure exactly where she's from. I think she's I from Mexico. Yeah, she's from like South, yeah, South Southwestern America. U.S. Uh, no, not from the U.S. No, definitely, yeah, definitely south of the United States. I'm not <laughs> sure if I heard Mexico or if it's like it's South America. I'm, I'm not. I yeah, for sure. but um, I, I saw some discussion awesome, of her yeah. that uh, they the have international events here. Yeah, that yeah they, dude. you know, I guess in her home country or whatever, they have a very, you know, competitive women's division. And, you know, like they always have women's tournaments at, you know, pump tournaments and stuff. So it's like this. it pushes, you know, the women to like, keep competing and like pushing their skills and stuff um and it clearly showed off that that she um just she even got like top eight i think um in in upper she did the overall in in the overall like the upper um division uh so yeah she's Hmm. very very good there's also a pump freestyle tournament but i'm having trouble finding the winners um Oh, yeah, I didn't see any results on that. But, yeah, yeah in, in women's... Uh, oh, here, I think I K- found it. Kato Rin got uh, second, and then Kafwin uh, got third. In she, pump, which she's from I, Canada, isn't she? Yes. Uh, she kind of jumps back and forth between Canada and the Bay here. Okay. Um, but I didn't... She's on, on the border. She's just sort of hopping back and yeah, forth. Yeah, I didn't even know she played pump, really, so... 
that's awesome that she destroyed. Though it doesn't really surprise me with her her playstyle. So found the pump uh, freestyle results. First place was Function, um, and second place was Jonas Juice, another old school freestyler. And third place was Decree, another Bay Area popular freestyler. Yeah. So okay. Free, freestyle three. is alive and well. And then... There was a Step Maniacs tournament. There was a Step Maniacs tournament. Who won that who one? Who won that one? <laughs> I'm, I'm rubbing my chin right now. Um, I won. <laughs> I won. Good and job. It was hard fought. It was super hard fought. Um, the second place... My second place opponent, uh, Andy... He is also like a DDR Step Maniacs aficionado. Yep. And he's very, his MA is very good. He's from like Portland, right? He's from Portland. Um, he drove down just to hang out. It was super cool of him to do that. And um, that drive is not, it's not a short drive. No, it was like, mm-hmm. it was like a half day for sure. Yeah, it's like 10 hours. Just yeah. Like nine or 10 hours. <laughs> yep. think, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, I ended up winning the winner's bracket and beat him 3-2 in the grand finals. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was very close. close. Yeah. Um, he almost reset that? the bracket. Was that in the third place there? Uh, just some unknown, kind of just he decided to play in the tournament and it's uh, Chris Check. Oh. <laughs> There's a, there a four? Chris four <laughs> yeah. life. Yeah. He, had he ever played Step Maniacs before? I assume he's, so. He's played two or three times in my house. I think aside from that, no. God. Yeah, he he really, really dislikes that it does not have uh, um, target arrows on Step Maniacs. Huh. Um, because he, he use he plays he's very like, visual. He plays super visually, so yeah, like not having those target and arrows in there. He was kind of joking. He's like, "Man, I want to just get like stickers that I can like put over my monitor that have like the arrows on them exactly. or something." Um, yeah, He's gonna break the game wide open with that. Tech. Yeah, and next week, what were you gonna say? I, I was gonna say there was also a Neon FM tournament that yeah. Fems won, won. That I don't think he's ever played Neon <laughs> FM before. But they have what? Neon FM in Korea. Do they? Yeah, it's made like the the cabinet. The, we, oh, the guess, one we I have is so. manufactured by Endemiro. Yeah, that's true. So I, yeah, I, I don't just... even believe the idea that he's never played it, but he won the tournament. I mean, it's basically popping. I mean, though. It... he's very good at popping. Okay, well maybe. And then Hudson also has like never played it. And okay, got, he got like maybe I believe s- second or third or something. Maybe I'm just yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Um, I had it just know. seems likely that they would have at least one machine somewhere where he plays. Where he yeah play. maybe. Um, he's also just ridiculously good at every yeah, music just... game. Yeah. Um. So let's let's talk a little bit a little bit more about uh, Mistake on the Lake, which is yeah. happening next week. Um, and that's next weekend. I don't know if anyone here actually has the ability to change their plans to go to Steve's tournament when, you know, they haven't already decided to. But if you if you can, Cleveland yeah, next like weekend in the Midwest, you can yeah. probably drive out. Yeah, just if if you live any within a ten hour radius, just it's get May, in your car. May fourth, by the way. May yes, 4th. May fourth, yeah. uh, and then Sunday, I'm working with Emily Auten uh, to run a girls tournament for Extreme Pro. Uh, actually in my garage because we uh, had talked about it, thought it might be a good idea. It seemed like there were a fair number of women who were attending the tournament. Just thought it might be a nice uh, inclusive thing to do since round one doesn't want us to have a two-day tournament. People will be in town. Makes sense. Cool. Yeah, it's a good... uh, Sounds good. Good uh, compromise, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can't can't have it there, might as well just have it at your house. Yeah. There's so many more ter- more tournaments happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we got a big list here. Yeah, we, we mentioned uh, again. We'll hit on Infinity Stage. Uh, mention it again. It's going to be August uh, 9th through eleventh at uh, Eastridge. 
Um, yeah. Which is in San Jose. It's the mm-hmm. East Ridge Mall or East Ridge Shopping Center, technically. ERM, ESC. Yep. God. Those those acronyms. Um, R1SJ. Yeah, but there's going to be uh, DDR upper and lower divisions. There's going to be freestyle. There's going to be um, uh, Valkyrie Dimension also is going to be um, on the Friday before the tournament, uh, yep. which is going to be the first women's ace tournament, I believe. Unless, I believe one, so, yeah. unless one happens before... You uh, never know. Before I'm, then. I'm going to steal your thunder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, uh, yeah. The first women's ace tournament yeah. uh, in in person, because uh, Valkyrie Dimension, of course, has done a bunch of events. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's kind of and there's going to be freestyle. So it's going to be, you know, SF Evolved and Valkyrie Dimension and freestyle takeover. And uh, we're not the ones like totally like running the event. We're just kind of handling. Yeah, we're just there, D- sort DDR. of logistics, working our tendrils into things the way we tend to. Yeah, but there's also going to be Sound Voltex, uh, 2DX, uh, Gitadora, uh, both. Guitar Freaks and Drummania. Mm-hmm. There's going to be Pump, uh, which may end up having multiple divisions. Um, Not totally sure yet. Yeah, it may depend on interest. Um, there's going to be a Dance Rush freestyle. Uh, and yeah. a, uh, a seventh mystery game, mm-hmm. which we don't quite know yet. It'll be. Uh, a fan vote. Mm-hmm. So out of all the rhythm games that round one has, like the ones that we're currently not doing tournaments for include Poppin' Music, uh, Groove Coaster, uh, Final Fantasy Theater, Theater Rhythm, Theater Rhythm um, and Project Diva. And Music Gun Gun. And Music Gun Gun. Or potentially a Dance Rush tech tournament. Uh, also, yeah, you could do Cross Beats and... Oh, Musecca. Musecca. Or Dance Evolution. Or Dance Evolution. Oh, man. Or Supernova 2. <laughs> or Supernova 2. Oh Supernova 2, hell yeah. On those pads. On those so... pads. Oh, I always forget that that machine is over there in the corner. and pepperoni. Just it's shamefully so in the corner. But one of the cool parts about this tournament is that it sort of continues the tradition of Best of the West, which was a uh, you know, multi-game tournament series out here on the West Coast where you can play in all of the tournaments. And if you, depending on how many points you get from your position in terms of whether you won or got third place or whatever, you can actually rack up points and become the winner of the entire tournament, mm-hmm. the entire event. And uh, previously we've, we've kind of had some... <clears throat> Bimani sort of uh, what's the word for people who can do multiple things? Uh, all rounders, yeah, all rounders, <laughs> or people who are ambidextrous or whatever. <laughs> Ambigamestress, the Galen, yeah, Arc- Galen, Arcturus, so Arcturus he's, is uh, one of the best. He's one of the best at that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I just very, or yeah, he's he's not like necessarily. I mean, he's the best at popping. I think. Uh, or at least one uh, of the best. I at believe Poppin, at but... Raj he won Poppin, Drummania, um, Crossbeats. Do they do Crossbeats? No, Technica and yeah, something he, like, else that I forget. Top eight two DX probably. Yeah, yeah it's top eight two DX. I think he's, top sixteen Sound Voltex. He's just very good at everything. So, so, but if if you can do that, if anyone who's listening, if you want to go head to head against Galen and all of us, uh, just enter every single tournament and. Put all the money that you can into the prize pot. That's that's what the goal is here. Um, our our sort of goal with the Infinity Stage event is to to create a West Coast sort of analog to the big deal, which just happened. And even though we don't have quite as much lead time as they did, I think that we have the advantage of the fact that there are a lot of players who already live here mm-hmm. in the area, and uh, we got a lot of star power. 
also it's California. And California. Which is better than Texas. You, you really so. just got to come here. Sorry, okay. Dave. Yeah. yeah, just is. Yeah. But, you know, I, the big deal is a huge inspiration to the way that we're trying to run this. And so I hope everybody comes out. Again, that's August 9th, and, 9th through 11th. It's going to be a great time, I think. Yep. Um, and then quick rundown of the other events in the future here. There's a, going to be a DDR Extreme Tournament at Arcade Odyssey in Miami, Florida. That'll be on Thursday, May 9th, if you're in the Miami area. Um, there's going to be Arizona Rising Firehawk, uh, which actually I saw JTRO. They got... That was, they got, that was amazing. Yes. I retweeted that. They got yeah. uh, the FP's JTRO to record a, an ad for them. Uh, That's awesome. Plug in the tournament. Uh, so it's going to be uh, May 25th at the Dave & Buster's in Glendale, if you're in, in the area. There's Smash and Splash 5, which is going to have a DDR Extreme Pro tournament, ITG, and Step Maniacs. I'll be there. And I'll be running stream on those, so I will also be there. I will nice. be Sweet. designing the stream overlay for you at some point. You should do I, that promised you like three months ago that's fine um steve i hope you need a room and if so we should room together uh, i think i'm good but if anything changes I, you will be the first to know uh, rip I really want uh, a roommate. but yeah that's gonna be at kalahari uh resort in the wisconsin dells um may 31st through june 2nd also if you're into smash brothers um, there's so there's many so many tournaments yeah yeah that's uh, crazy very quickly there's also Gameplay Music Masters 2, which is at uh, Gameplay in Glen Burnie, Maryland on June 22nd. Um, I think they're going to have Glen Burnie. DDR, uh, I think 2DX, Sound Voltex, off the top of my head. That could be wrong, but definitely DDR. Um, and then, of course, there's CEO, the... Um, and Storm. Large, yeah. large the fighting Storm, game major. Yeah, yeah. CEO yep. slash Storm, June 28th through 30th in Daytona. I'll be at that one, too. So many events. I'll say hi. I will probably and be at Storm, I, too. I think every, every, it's summertime, so it's tournament season. Everybody's trying to go to the arcade. Oh, baby. Some would say summertime is when the living's easy. It's true. <laughs> Eternal summer is, mm-hmm. is upon us. Eternal sunshine. Uh, all right. How about our set of the week? Well, I think we're going to draw inspiration from the uh, tweet we set out. So I think uh, we'll probably each draw from one inspirational tweet that spoke to us. Yeah, we had a lot of people reply. A lot of people like suggesting songs, it turns out. Yeah, I did get a lot of uh, input. Got, got a lot of uh, good suggestions. Uh, Steve, as our guest of honor, do you want to kick us off? Sure. Uh, so I was looking through the list of suggestions and especially since it's uh, relevant for Omid, since I know that he was said he was uh, playing it recently and trying to get it and flagged it, I think we should go with London Evolve Day. Mm. I'll continue the trend of difficult song. Well, who, who, who recommended London Evolve Day? Oh, yeah, go to recommend London Evolve Day. i got to find us. that real quick. Uh, that was Victor XY Havocs. Yep. Cool. Nice, nice recommendation. He, yeah, he says because everyone needs to learn to read slow. I am one hundred percent on board with that. <laughs> yeah, Lennon A infamously has a very dense slowdown. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, shout out um, at Ben Madsen Gaming and uh, pick dopamine because he yeah. says, "Quote dopamine. I hate it now. Please don't pick the suggestion." So I guess <laughs> reverse psychology works in this case. Yeah, there, there's been a lot of uh, talk about dopamine on the Twitter sphere recently. Right. Of a yeah. lot of people have uh, flagged it or gotten close, gotten down three or four grates, it seems like. So there's been lots of talk about it. Yeah, it seems like everybody recently has decided, oh, I'm going to be good at dopamine now. 
Yeah, uh, Cam uh, uh, Lollyfox posted, um, you know, hey, post your dopamine scores in this thread. And, like, that was, it was really interesting seeing how, where people fell on that. Yep. Um, I'm going to pick uh, GD Quadrillion's suggestion, which is Ishtar. Specifically suggests the challenge chart. It says, before I played it uh, a few days ago, I was scared of the shock arrows, but it was actually very fun. Which I think may apply to a lot of people. It's good. That's what um, we talked about earlier. The doubles chart's super good. The doubles challenge. Oh, it's hilarious! It's if just you get one lost, of the craziest charts. If you get lost, you're in so much trouble. You're dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. When I was playing with Hudson, I, I played a set of just all double eighteens, and uh, he was like, "Oh, you should play Nageki challenge." But it turns I didn't have it unlocked. But he went and played it. Oh boy! If you have not seen Nageki challenge. <laughs> It is on double. On double. It yeah, is. I'll watch it. It is quite something. The run of it is so awkward. It's like it. It, it looks like the same like staircase, but it's like but, left. Uh, it's on the left pad. It's like left down, up right, and then the left arrow of the right pad, and then like back again and back again. Wow. And so it's like such an awkward pattern to hit that like left. That other arrow. That other left arrow. It's it like doing it in slow-mo like your feet look so awkward doing it and to have to do that at 160 bpm or whatever is just ridiculous um but anyway Roger. oh sorry nageki is not my suggestion it, it, uh <laughs> ishtar is i'm gonna choose condor and condor is really interesting because it's one of those songs that you can easily overlook um but it's very technical on mm-hmm. both the 13 and the 15, the the, the expert and the challenge charts. Mm-hmm. And I suggest playing it because yeah. it'll be fun. So so does Peekaboy, who was the one who's sent Thanks, that Peekaboy. In. Peekaboy. Says, love to turn. Yeah, it's, it's got some crossovers. It's got some uh, interesting 12th note dubstep stuff. It's pretty cool. It's yeah. one of my favorite 15s. I haven't played it in a while. Might have to play it again. It's one of my favorites. We shall see. Before we end, um, do you happen to have any, like, funny anecdotes from like when we used to hang out in Ohio or something I feel like I mean probably I just need to think of I feel ones like that you didn't talk a whole lot during this show uh, even though you were the guest it's a little hard to time like when you're doing remote talk but it's fine yeah. I mean the guest should doesn't necessarily need to be the focal point of the episode the guest is there for specific input you guys gave me a good opportunity to plug mistake on the lake so that's good as for anecdotes um, most of them involve heavy drinking. Yeah, that's not really appropriate. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. What about like, what about like uh, what about telling us what nationals was like? Oh yeah, like yeah. what? So what? What was the national tournament that you went to like? So digital life for three or four years straight. I think it was like two thousand four or two thousand five, and then three or four years from there, partnered with Konami to run tournaments at the Digital Life Convention, which was really like a precursor to big esports events like before esports was really a thing they had like wow pvp tournaments they had counter-strike tournaments and they all had pretty big cash pots um ddr actually had the lowest cash prize of any tournament that had sponsor help and it was three thousand dollars for holy crap for first just for first place i think the total cash contribution from like the total cash prizes between top three and upper and top three and lower was like six thousand dollars. Jeez. 
We need to get that back, man. Yeah, that's yeah. good money. But where did um, that go, uh, dude? You're probably like the all-time winningest money? DDR player. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, with how big the the pots have been lately, Chris is probably catching it. That's true. Actually, big deal was pretty hefty. Big deal was chunky. Was big. Uh, what did you use the money for? Uh, so when I got home, <laughs> I, no, I hit a deer within a week. <laughs> <laughs> so all of it went to buying a, ne- a new car. Oh, my God, dude. It, Damn. I mean, it was good I had the money. Um, That's but true. That's fucked up. That was It was such a weird tournament. Like, it was mod heavy. You got a bonus added to your EX score based on what For modifiers like playing you playing shuffle and, and hidden and stuff? Playing on shuffle gave you an extra 20% to your EX score or EX score. Playing on hidden or sudden gave you an extra 12%. And then I think, like, flat... And boost and dark all gave you an extra four percent. So you pretty much had to play everything six option. Oh my god! This sounds like the perfect tournament for Chris Chike. It was. This is exactly how he plays DDR. It was nuts. Um, the one thing that was scary because it was still pick pick random. You didn't get to know what mods your opponent was using until you'd already written yours down, and if you failed the song, you didn't get bonuses. You still got your EX score, but you did not get any bonuses. Oh, man. So, uh... No wonder you like weird tournaments. Yeah. Um, it was me, Adam N, and uh, Jimbo in the top three. Um, Jeez. And Jimbo, the very first song we had of the three-way finals for the end was uh, Legend of Max Shuffle. And Jimbo <laughs> tried to also add Sudden, and he failed. Oh, my God, So he dude. was like 400 EX behind us. Yeah. Was it like cumulative EX across all songs? Across five songs for the final, yeah. Oh, that's man. crazy. Yeah, Legend Max S4R. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Yeah, that's rough. But I mean, yeah, it's kind of impossible, especially on Supernova, where uh, it seems like they actually made this sudden made it more, more sudden. aggressive, yeah. Jeez. Why, why, why? I don't know. Like, why don't they do that anymore? I they, mean, they could totally do that. I mean, they could run an actual tournament and not have weird mod rules. No, I well, like yeah, that. But... Let's do that again. Yeah. <laughs> You would. I know. One X let's, tournament. Let's go. Let's have Oliver and Windu make mod charts, and then let's. Well, site that already them. happens. Yeah, there's like there's already a bunch of site tournaments that happen every year, but yeah, that is kind of the only mod tournaments. Yeah, that should exist. So did you drive to that tournament from Ohio? Uh, no, actually, I don't, I don't really remember. I flew, so I was working at the time, and I didn't have any time off available, so I, I flew out like I took. I just left early on Friday, flew out, took the subway. Like, I had no clue where I was going. I didn't know the people I was staying with. Like, I knew them through Sumit, who knew them through someone else. Took the train and had to take a bus as well and got totally lost and had to, like, make my way to the convention center where things were being held. Um, like, And then qualify immediately because qualifiers were going to end, like, an hour later. Oh, it, it probably helped you to be disoriented. It's like <laughs> the, it's like putting your life on shuffle. The qualifier was <laughs> like, uh, uh, Kanoko on left. Oh my god! <laughs> what? <laughs> and what even uh, is that? I got like sixty greats and two goods, and I'm like, cool. Uh, I'm going into lower, and somehow that was an upper qualifier. I mean, I I can tell you how because it was 2006, <laughs> and you had to play Kanoko, Kanoko on left. left. I kind of want to just go to the arcade and play a bunch of stuff on, like, turn mods. Like, weird like, turn I, mods. I, I saw Stretch playing Vanquish the Ghost on left, 
and it turns the whole song into Scoobies. Sick. What? And I was like, wow, like that actually seems sweet for good, like training Scoobies. Good practice. Yeah. 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 I used to play Delirium from ITG on, on uh, Blender. Super fun. Uh, <laughs> fun thing is to play uh, Bend Your Mind medium doubles on Blender. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one's great because your, your legs end up like on completely opposite ends of the pad. Yeah, they're just doing completely random unrelated things. You can end up with like a five straight note jackhammer 16th. <laughs> so like, uh, a, like a groove radar chart. I, I, wild, man. I, yeah, honestly, groove radar special basically seems like they wrote an actual chart and then they just put it on Blender, and they were just like, yeah, okay, this is the chart now. I think that that theory makes sense until you have the sixteenth jumps, because there's no way that you could do that tastefully and have it like be it, it end up on Blender. That. No, it yeah. could be. It just be I, a bracket run, little bracket one, two, three. I mean, I mean, would you rather have? So, yeah. Would you rather have three jumps on the same arrows, or would you rather have? those three jumps across like that fast across different jumps no like like steve just said like i want it to be like like a bracket run upright down left upright oh left upright down left yeah so so you can yeah do the maz bracket down right some itg stuff that would be interesting those were some good days a lot of ddr during those times we we also went to the supernova 2 location test which was a good time that was a really good konami people uh, I, I very like distinctly and clearly remember. So when we scrolled through the song list the first time, we noticed why not, like why not really stood out to us. And then we scrolled around a little more, went and played why not. And I think we played why not every set that weekend. <laughs> yeah. I think we were trying to communicate to them like, Oh, you should, you should make more stuff like this. And this is a good song. And one of the Konami execs came over and like asked you, you know, in his, in his, his English was pretty good. I don't remember which guy it was. Yeah, but it was, I think it was Naoki o- Okada. Yeah, I think so. And he was like, so why are you playing this song so much? And your response was, this song makes me happy. Nothing makes me happy. <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's perfect. Uh, I think we played like 12 hours that day. See, my response would have been, if somebody asked me, why are you playing this song so much? I would have said... Why not? Mm. And that was when a, said. "Why not" had a comma in the title and banner yeah, for no the reason. Title, the, the title had a comma at the end, <laughs> even in the graphic. Yeah, it was just a comma. You're like, uh, "Why not?" <laughs> how, how do no you, question mark. It was a comma. How do you even pronounce that? Why not? Why not? You, you just like have to take a breath and look like you're about to say something else, and then just don't. <laughs> so oh, thanks why not? for. Oh, go ahead. Why not? <laughs> Comma. <laughs> so y'all are waiting for me to say something. Oh, uh, you got I just, us. I just uh, try to tell Dalton how to say it. Why not? Yeah. Anyways, go ahead, you Roger. got us. Thanks for talking to us tonight, Steve. I know it's late where you are. Yeah. It's probably like 4 a.m. or something. <laughs> it's not that um, late. That's how time zones work, yeah. right? And I'll see you next week, and everyone else will see you on Twitter. Yeah, everyone will see me on Twitter. Uh, I post a whole lot of nonsense all the time. Uh, it's either me talking about DDR scores or me reposting things from perfectly cut screams lately is what I've been doing. Oh, it's a good account. It's a really that's good such a, That's a hilarious account. We yeah. need to get some DDR ones for perfectly, <laughs> perfectly cut DDR just, screams. Just get a video of Paul getting ready to play 9. Oh, yeah. Just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, so we'll be back soon. We got some DDR news that's always getting cranked out, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe we'll try and do an episode someday about Pump It Up. <laughs> or and, or uh, in the group. <laughs> until or, then, or uh, as, yeah. Until then, as always, uh, thank you for listening. 
and thank, thank you for playing. playing.